When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I would request that my colleague, Senator Cruz, not mistake, mistake what I'm saying. And you know what? All this mansplaining, please stop. Thank you. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Listen, sweetheart, this is how it works. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> don't make me a sandwich. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Uh, six minutes after nine on Newstalk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Uh, it's, you know, we're following uh, Surfside, Florida, and uh, this uh, horrific collapse of this uh, uh, this condo on the one side. Uh, as you heard, Don Morgan and, and uh, folks reporting all morning, they had pulled about 35 people out of there. There's been one fatality, which unfortunately was a child. Uh, if we have any additional information or they do any live news, uh, news conferences, uh, press conferences, we'll bring those to you. But, uh, as of right now, Chris, right, I don't, I, we didn't, I didn't hear what the DeSantis had to say, but it doesn't seem like we have any really, any real additional information as to what caused this. Uh, but certainly the images are horrific. Uh, they, they continue to focus in on this one uh, bit of video showing, uh, what is obviously a kid's bedroom, uh, in half, uh, with the bed, uh, the bunk beds hanging off the edge of the building, uh, you know, just uh, really tragic stuff. And, uh, as, as soon as we, uh, get more information or any, uh, like I said, any live press conferences, we'll bring those to you. Uh, on the air. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555, I, you know, I, I gotta, we gotta start with, with, uh, with old Joe Biden, man. Whoo, Baby, that was a long damn 20 minutes yesterday, wasn't it? That was a long damn 20 minutes, uh, the, the president, and he is the president. Whether he's doing the gig or not, he's the guy. It came out again, spent about 20 minutes talking about crime and guns and making crap up about the Second Amendment. Um, I'd like to get your thoughts. Uh, you obviously, if you saw that and uh, what your immediate uh, reactions were, uh, 210-599-5555. Before we get to the content, let's talk about just his demeanor and what is obviously, sorry, some level of decline going on. It, 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 first off, he, he was reading something. He was obviously reading something, whether uh, it was a, a prompter or what have you. Uh, I was struck by the low volume, low tone of his voice and the fact that he didn't take many pauses, which felt like he was trying to get through the script as quickly as possible. Because this is how he was talking. The guns, blood on the tree, blood of Patriot, nukes. It wasn't that he was speaking fast. But it, it felt more like, right, Chris, did you get the same thing? Like he was reading something and just trying to get through it as quickly as possible. 
There was no emotional inflection. Uh, he seemed to be on some kind of medication. I have no idea if he is or he is not, or if that's just his natural state at this point. But it, it honestly, if you voted for or you're a supporter of Joe Biden and you watched that yesterday, if you can seriously call me up and tell me that you don't think anything's wrong with him, I, I'm going to call bull crap on you. We all saw it, man. <laughs> we all saw it. That that something's not right with that dude, you know. And I I I, you know, I've I've, I've experienced this to a certain extent in my own life personally over the past few years. Of, of watching someone uh, get older and, and lose, you know, some memory and, and some abilities here and there. And, you know, I, I'm not being a jerk. I, I'm not being, you know, Mr. Conservative talk show host guy. I'm just telling you objectively what I saw is someone who is in some sort of decline. Uh, as for what he said, well, it, <laughs> When it made sense, because I think what what happened to me, in my mind, this is what I think happened. He's reading a script, let's say off a teleprompter, and here and there he's losing it. Here and there he's getting a little lost uh, as far as where he is. One thing I've noticed is when folks are, you know, elderly folks are in some kind of uh, cognitive decline, uh, it's almost like their thoughts fall off the, and I'm not, again, not being funny or not being a jerk. This is precisely how I describe it in my mind. It's like their thoughts fall off a cliff, and they fall until they catch a limb. Do you know what I'm saying? Or it's like uh, gears being stripped, and they kind of spin a little bit until the teeth lock back in. You know, it's kind of how it felt to me yesterday at different points. He's, he's obviously reading something and getting lost here and there. And when he got lost here and there, he just kind of spun his wheels for a few seconds until he got back to where he was supposed to be. Um, no, there are no restrictions on your right to keep and bear arms, according to the Second Amendment. You can own a cannon. <laughs> that was, whoever wrote the script, that was an outright lie. He said there have always been restrictions on your right to keep and bear arms. That is False. Trey's right. The only restrictions uh, that are in the language of the Second Amendment are restrictions on the government to infringe upon your right to keep and bear arms. So if you want a freaking flamethrower, you can have a flamethrower. Hey, if you if you want a nuke, if you can get your hands on one. Because that was the other creepy part. What's that? That's why I thought it was stupid, the, the musket argument. When people say, well, that was written when all they had were muskets. As if the government wasn't limited by those same firearms. Right. That's all they had. That was the level. That was the, the the cutting edge of technology back then. You know, freaking muskets. So it was a complete misinterpretation of the Second Amendment. Uh, I, the blood on the tree of the Patriots. He, that was one of those moments where he kind of got lost in the in the forest there uh, for for a, a little bit. You know, then kind of found his way back. He talked at length about background checks, you know, if you're if you're not doing background checks or if you're filling out false information on a, on a, on a you know, an app, an application for a gun or a weapon or we're going to find you. That's already illegal. You already can't do that as far as gun sellers. 
So that whole section of what he was saying is it's already illegal. <laughs> you know, so I don't even understand what the point of that was. Uh, it was very bizarre. It was very disturbing. Uh, I think we all agree that, and maybe you don't, maybe, I don't know, maybe you agree with this, but I, I, the, the most disturbing moment in, again, what ended up being a very long 20 minutes is when he said, you, you know, they say it's, uh, it's about taking on the government. You want to take on the government? You better have some nukes and some F-15s. Wow. Wow. See, and and also the, you know, what do you need 100 rounds for? You know, are you going to shoot a deer with a Kevlar vest? You know, and, and the, the way the, the, the pukes redefine the Second Amendment, and Obama was famous for this, is they define it as having only to do with sportsmanship, with hunting, right, collecting guns, personal security, I guess. But as far as the meat of the Second Amendment, which is really more about the government than anything else, that's the part they like to leave out. That's the part they want to uh, they want to uh, reinterpret. But the meat of the Second Amendment is all about the government, which is why they can't infringe upon your right to keep and bear arms, which is why they can't tell you what kind of gun you can have or what kind of weapon you may have, because if the government can tell you what kind of weapon you can have, what can the government then do? Outgun you. That's it. It's that simple. So, uh, you know, it was very bizarre. Uh, you know, I, I, again, the whole wor- world, the whole world's watching this. And I, I if you, if you honestly, and call me up, and I, I won't be a jerk to you if you make some kind of reasonable argument. If you honestly watched that yesterday and you think he's fine, <laughs> I'd like you to call me up. And I'd like you to explain to me why you think that. Because I saw a dude in some form of decline. It was painful to watch. It was painful to listen to. Uh, what do you think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, peep. Pete and Bob. Can you guys hang on through the break? And then we'll, we'll go to the phones as soon as we get back. We're discussing Joe Biden's uh, uh, discussion of gun rights uh, yesterday uh, and, and what he plans to do about gun violence. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back 22 minutes after 9. I'm Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. We're talking about Joe Biden's... Uh, Rather disturbing and bizarre uh, appearance yesterday, talking about guns and gun violence in America. Uh, My thoughts are, first off, half of most of what he said was absolute crap. As far as his interpretation of the Second Amendment, the thing about, uh, you know, if you want to take on the government, you better have some nukes and F-15s was quite disturbing. But also, moreover, his general demeanor uh, felt like this is a man man in some kind of decline. I don't know how you, you you characterize it any other way, but you can try if you want, I guess. Here's Pete. Pete, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine as usual. What, uh, are, you, what are you thinking? Things. Well, first off, you know, the gun control, I only have one gun, and that's for the front door. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> All righty. 
And, uh, you know, it, I don't think it's ever going to happen that any kind of control is going to be uh, instigated the way Joe Biden is talking. I just don't believe it, you know. The other thing, this morning you and Trey were talking about Biden needing some kind of psychological evaluation and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, I, I Trey was saying psychological. I was saying, uh, you know, medical and, you know, I mean, right, there's right. there's something wrong with him, I believe. And my question is, my question is, who's going to do it? <laughs> Who unopinionated, unpolitical, unbiased person is going to do it? I mean, we'll never know, right? Well, I mean, do you think that he he seems to be in some kind of decline? Yeah, but yeah. what I'm getting at is, right. what what medical professional are mm. they going to hire? Going to say, oh yeah, he's you know, right? We're never going to get the truth. I, I think you're right, Pete. I appreciate the call. I'm just trying to we got full lines here. Here's go to Bob. Bob, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, good morning, Sean. Thanks hey. for taking my call. Sure. I uh, just wanted to comment on Mumble's speech yesterday <laughs> about the F-15s and the nukes. Uh, wow, I'm a 22-year 22 yeah. year military veteran, mm. and I can tell you, you don't need nukes and F-15s to take on a government. Uh, we've been fighting in Afghanistan, guys in flip-flops and 50-year-old AK-47s for 20 years. Mm. So that comment was just totally ignorant. And as a military person, you know, it, it hit me kind of hard. So I imagine it did, man. I imagine it did. It was because that was the most. I think that was the most disturbing moment uh, during the twenty-minute speech. There, if you can call it a speech, man. Hey, thank you for your service, Bob. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Yep, let's go to Richard on line. Richard, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, Sean. Pretty good. Say, uh, I didn't watch Mumbles yesterday, and uh, I watched the. Uh, I guess you'd call them low lights or highlights or something of what he said. Yeah. Which is, uh, oh, I have one minor disagreement with you, Sean. You and most other people I talk with think he's in decline. I think for 50 years he had a cover story. And he's been this guy all along, but he always had his camouflage on. And he's forgotten his cover story. I don't know, because he's, throughout most of his adult life, he's been kind of a loud, boisterous kind of a dude, you know, kind of a clod, you know, and now he, he just, uh, I, I, I don't know, man, he, he just seems like he's losing a few steps every few weeks, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't disagree with that at all, but I think his cover story's blown. <laughs> well, it may be, man. I appreciate the call, man, Richard, as usual. Let's go to Steve. Steve, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Uh you, you, you never get the truth when you're dealing with Democrats. Right. But but not only are Democrats, your caller right before that one there kind of stole my thunder about the Afghanistan thing. Obviously, never heard of guerrilla warfare, Joe Biden, you know, I mean, who, anyway. We I'm fought we fought guerrilla warfare against the crown uh, during the uh, during the Revolutionary Wars. Essentially, how we won that war was using guerrilla tactics. Absolutely. Uh our fraudulent president and the Democrats are no not only bat stuff, fruit loop, looney tune, psycho crazy, but they're very, very naive and very foolish. Obviously, they've never seen the movie Red Dawn or heard of the Wolverines. <laughs> Wolverines! I, I just, that was a very disturbing thing to say, though, for the president to say. Uh, that if you want to take on the government, uh, you better have a couple of nukes and some F-15s. It was it was very disturbing and also very very frightening, not just for us but for the entire planet. Yeah, I I agree, Steve. Steve, thank you so much, brother. Yes, okay. sir. 
you know, I haven't heard Don Morgan cover this. There was another big story that uh, is not getting a lot of attention, and uh, I, I don't like to call out the KTSA newsroom, but I, I have yet to hear anything about Salma Hayek's comments concerning her breasts. Uh, this came out yesterday. Well, I'm just, well, it's a story, Chris. This is from the New York Post. This is a story that came out yesterday at around 7 o'clock last night. I know because my wife brought it up to me. My wife brought this up to me. My wife brought this up to me, okay? Salma Hayek insists that her breasts are growing a lot, but they're real, they're natural, they're not implants. It's just the natural stages of life are causing no, you know, you know, just to, you know. So I just want to make sure we, we got that in there just to make sure that we give it some time. Uh, Salma Hayek's breasts are, in fact, real. This has not been proven. We have to take her word for it. But uh, there it is. Uh, also, Britney Spears, uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about that uh, at some point. Uh, she was big in the news. And I, I think a lot of people at the front end of that story kind of dismissed it, right, because she's stinking Britney, stinking Spears, and who cares? But she uh, appeared in court yesterday, and the audio of her testimony, which uh, lasted about as long as I understand it as Joe Biden's uh, speech yesterday, about this conservatorship, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, of her her father, and when she kind of went nutso uh, a few years ago, and uh, they had her declared, I, I would assume, incompetent, and her father kind of took over all of her her affairs. Uh, there are other folks who are also uh, uh, handling her finances. And it really kind of ended up being kind of a sad thing because she's legally fighting to get control of her own stinking life back. Because apparently she gets an allowance. Apparently uh, she she can make no legal medical decisions for herself. And it's very bizarre and kind of interesting. So we may talk about that as well. Also, Kamala Harris is obnoxious. That's coming up. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah. 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 News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Uh, we are monitoring uh, events uh, and information coming out of Surfside, Florida. If we get any more information or if we uh, have any additional uh, live updates uh, or press conferences we'll, with local officials, we'll bring that to you, of course. We're going to talk about some other stuff uh, in the meantime. 210-599-5555. So Kamala Harris is going to the stinking border on Friday. She's going to the stinking border. Well, she's going to El Paso. Well, El Paso's on the border. She's going to El Paso on Friday. <laughs> stupid laugh of hers. You think Beto's going to show up? Yeah, probably. And uh, you know, Fox News, to their credit, and you know, Fox News ain't what it used to be. Gutfeld's pretty much keeping that station alive right now. Uh, alive and running, but uh, to their credit, they have every day for the past, I think it's 94 days since she was announced as the border czar by the old mumbling fart that is our president right now, or sort of our president, uh, to handle the border crisis, and she hasn't been to the border, and, uh, you know, I, I, it, 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 it's six of one, half dozen of the other in a sense that whether she has to go to the border or not, 
I, I think really the, the, the problem with Kamala Harris is she seems like she's been extraordinarily disconnected from the issue. She spent a few days in the triangle. Uh, when she told the Guatemalan president to his face that the reason for, you know, all these folks leaving his country and trying to come to America is not because Guatemala sucks, but it's because of climate change, right? And if only Amer- and, and and the greed of America, you know, if only we could just pump some more money into Guatemala, people wouldn't want to leave. To which the Guatemalan president said, no, no, no it's your fault, actually. It's you and Joe's fault, which it is. But really no movement in any other way, shape, or form. And we, we know that our governor, you know, Governor Abbott, has not, because he tells us to our face, he tells us, you know, straight up on the air, he has, he has not received a single phone call from Joe Biden or Kamala Harris about the border crisis. In fact, I don't think he's heard from anyone involved in the administration at all on this issue. That's why he's taking matters into his own hands. We're going to be building our own wall. Uh, we got our own National Guard guys down there. I mean, uh, there was really no other choice for him because he's not getting any help from the federal government. But Kamala, you know, under much pressure, and I think primarily because Trump's going down to the border to hang out with Greg Abbott uh, next week. So all, all of a sudden, Kamala's going to El Paso. It's going to be a freaking photo op. That's what it is. Just a photo op. She just, uh, you know, can't handle Trump going down there and seeing, uh, you know, appearing to uh, be uh, in front and center of this issue. So now she's got to go. Trump got her to go. Do you agree with that? I don't think she'd be going to El Paso if Trump hadn't announced that he was going to go down to the border uh, in Del Rio and talk to Greg Abbott. That's why she's going. But she's not going to Del Rio. She's not going to the Valley. She's going to El Paso. Uh, and again, I think this is largely spin. I think this is a photo op to get the uh, heat off her, her butt, you know, about, uh, about uh, uh, not doing anything or being involved in this crisis. She'll take a few pictures, man. Chris, don't you think she's probably already, you know, work, working out her serious look? I need to be serious. <laughs> so she's, you know, she's looking at him. How do I look concerned? I got a little concerned. <laughs> she gets Obama on a, on a Zoom call. You know, here's what you do: just put a little Tabasco juice in your finger and appear to rub your eye. Then you'll, you'll you can get some tears going. So it's a farce. I don't expect anything uh, substantive. Substantial will will come from this. Substantive will come from this. Did I say substantive? Did I say that correctly? No, I didn't. Did I? Uh, so uh, we'll see how it goes uh, tomorrow. But again, uh, if you're if you're waiting on some great solution or some great effort to be made to stop the flow of folks uh, across our border uh, into this country, uh, you're, I think you're out of your mind. But that's anyway. That's the, that's the news. Kamala's going. She's going to the. She's going to El Paso. Got to get some chips and salsa. Maybe she'll pick up some new drapes. I don't know. So what do you think about that? 210-599-5555. Also, and i got to talk about this a little bit, uh, just because it's stinking funny. It's this new Netflix show called Sexy Beasts. Sexy Beasts, which involves single people. Uh, well, it, it's like a dating game thing, right? you got one person 
who goes out, I think, with three different people. But they're all wearing animal makeup, so they look like animals and demons and stuff. And you and they have a professional Hollywood makeup person who is doing the, the makeup for these people. And the idea is they go out on a few dates, and, and you don't know what they look like, right? And then you pick one of them. Like, let's say you pick the, the opossum, and uh, and the opossum uh, takes off the makeup and looks like hell. And then you're there you are. Is that how it works? They're trying to take out the idea, and we'll talk a little bit more about this when we get back, the idea that physical attractiveness should, when you take that out as a factor, right, what happens? You know, is it, and, and I guess it's the, is it, what, do you think this is the idea that somehow being physically attracted to somebody and that it shouldn't be a reason why you want to go out with them? And so if you make, you know, put them in Klingon makeup, then they, you know, they don't, you get rid of that factor. Yeah, because that makes sense. Make them look like cute animals as opposed to attractive people. Because that's kind of weird in and of itself. Well, I got some thoughts on that when we get back. Also, as I mentioned earlier, Selma Hayek's breasts are real. Two one zero. That's a new story. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA. Oh, I, I, I screwed up the premise of this show because I'm watching the trailer for Sexy Beasts, the new Netflix programming. Well, because I thought, like, there's there's one person that dates like three animals, but they look normal. But no, everybody's wearing makeup. The, the premise of the show is you get the, these these are it's like the dating game, right? Chris, you got one person who goes out with several people who are made to look like aliens or animals or what have you, and nobody knows what anybody looks like. So it's more like the spading game. The spading game. <laughs> See how you are. Spading game. Whoo ah! And uh, again, the premise is that you, is this something you want to watch? The premise is that nobody knows what anybody looks like. But <laughs> spading game. But then you know you pick somebody right, and then you take the makeup off, and hopefully the person you want to go out with doesn't look like hell. Check for ticks. Uh... Check for ticks. Snip, you know, how do dogs say hello? You know, I wonder if they... Hey there. Nice to... You want to go out? Do you like bowling? Oh, we've met before. (laughs) I don't know how to feel about this, because I didn't think I'd like Dr. Pimple Popper, and and I love that show now. So I I don't know. I I was listening to Markley Van Kempen Robbins last night, and Jamie Markley was kind of, or yesterday afternoon, and Markley was kind of like, he sounds like something he'd be interested in. You know, so I'm kind of like, I don't know, man. I mean, it because it, it would be interesting to see them take the makeup off, and and then you know, one of them looks like hell, or maybe the maybe the animal makeup looks better than like what they actually look like. You know, well, what if you don't like them? You spray them with a water bottle. I don't know, man. You have to go out with them. I think. I think the premise is you have to go out with them after you make your choice. See, that sounds like a better show. <laughs> They're the people that don't want to go out with each other out on their date. (laughs) 
you know, I understand the pre- I, the premise is physical attractiveness shouldn't be a factor, right? You should only love people because of their personalities. But that's a bunch of crap because we all, you know, we all, that's the initial, it's, you know, when you, you see, hey, look at that. You know I mean? That's, you, you move towards that person that you're going, hey, look at that. You know, I mean. Well, and if that was the case, and they would just have a bag over their head or something. They wouldn't go just through put all a stinking bag over the head. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm kind of half and half on whether I want to watch this crap or not. I actually don't watch much Netflix at all anymore. The only thing I watch on Netflix is Monty Stinking Python. Because for me, even going on Netflix is kind of a pain in the ass. You know, it just, it's just so difficult. You know, I gotta, I gotta change the inputs. You know, then I gotta go to, I gotta go to Netflix, and I, I so it's too much of a pain in the ass. So I don't really watch. Don's looking at me like I'm, I'm the laziest man. I'm just saying it, it's a. I have to do things to get on Netflix, well, and that's can, too much of a pain in the ass for me. But you can do it from while sitting on your couch. Not on my couch because I don't understand how that TV works. But in my bedroom, I can get the Netflix to come up. Mm. I can't do anything with the t- with the TV in the living room. Right. Stepkids have got to take care of that. But I can get on Netflix in my bedroom. So Pappy needs help with the TV in the living room. But I, I just it, it's it's already a pain in the ass to watch Netflix. Mm. So do I want to go through that pain in the ass just to watch people, you know, in freaking animal makeup, you know, neck and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Sniff each other. <laughs> you want to go on? They should require them to act like animals and they have audience participation with like laser pointers and stuff. <laughs> 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 they have like a little obstacle course, you know. Litter box. Yeah. I gotta go with the, you know, instead of like, I gotta go powder my nose. I gotta go, I gotta go kick up some dust. I'll be right back. Right. It'd be cool if they like match them up to be species that don't typically get along, like a cat and a dog. <laughs> You know, dog and a squirrel, yeah. shark and a tuna. <laughs> shark and a tuna. Want to go to the subway? What? It'll be a real tuna. Yeah. A real tuna. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm sick of TV in general, man. And you'll see. I'm just sick of TV in general. There's a well, lot of TV you know, that's just wa- crap. You watch a lot of TV though. I know, but I, I watch stuff that's like 40 years There's old. There's nothing man. new. Just TV. It's, uh, you know, I'm watching Bonanza. You know what I mean? I'm watching the freaking Rifleman. Freaking reruns of Columbo. I watch freaking reruns of Jimmy Swaggart, man. That's that's how hard up I am for TV entertainment right now. I keep buying movies, new movies, and I get about twenty minutes in. I'm like, this sucks, and I you know waste the money. Speaking of your Colombo fixation, I saw a lady in a store the other day had a Peter Colombo T-shirt on. A Colombo T-shirt yeah. on, and I mentioned to her that you often watch Colombo all weekend long. I do when they have marathons on, and she said, "Well, he must be a cool guy." And I'm like. No, not really. <laughs> it's kind of he's, disturbing. He's kind of strange. In his pajamas and watches Columbo all weekend. If I started a grocery store, I'd go up there and say, oh, just one more thing, man. man. Just one more thing. <laughs> uh, well, it's nothing, really. Just a uh, minor thing there. Did you kill the guy? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you bring up my ice cream twice. <laughs> I see you're looking at the vegetables. Um... <laughs> Let's take a break. I think we should. 210-599-5555. 210-599. That's why I get the big bucks. All right, and Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
I don't know why they chose El Paso. It's not the epicenter of the crisis. It's more closer to McAllen and areas of that nature. But I will say that, irrespective, I think what they're going to see is what they created. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Marco Rubio there, uh, being somewhat observant about the bunch of crap this Kamala Harris visit to El Paso is. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Yeah, she's going to El Paso. Hundreds of miles away from where the issue is, <laughs> where the real crisis is going on. Oh, what a farce. Uh, Fox News had just, oh, they got uh, Dan Patrick up there with Harris Faulkner, but they were just showing all the various trips that that uh, Kamala Harris has made thus far, none of which have anything to do with the border, except for when she, you know, sort of went to Mexico and Guatemala. And uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Also, we're still watching uh, events out of uh, Surfside, uh, Florida. If we have any additional information or any press conferences, we'll we'll bring those to you live. Um, you know, I, it, the, the, I think what I can't stand the most about this particular administration, whoever is actually running things, because it ain't Joe, and it sure as hell ain't Kamala. Kamala Harris is, well, an obnoxious moron. Now, I know if you're a liberal puke, you probably think that I hate women, and I especially hate black women, but that's not the case. I, I just don't like stupid people, and she is an obnoxious moron. <laughs> uh, don't come. You know, I mean, that's, why, why is she, Chris, why is she, why is she going to El Paso when she's already solved the crisis? She told him not to come. Don't come. We have to turn back around to Guatemala. Kamala Harris said we can't go. I'll get you a refund. No, I'll give you a, give me the bracelet. I'll give you a refund when we get back to Guatemala. But we cannot go any further because Kamala Harris said don't come. Uh, so, you know, she's, she's, uh, <laughs> Going to El Paso, which, uh, as Marco Rubio and, well, several other people have pointed out, is about as far away from the actual crisis as you, as you can possibly get, and that's because it's a, it's a photo op. This is not... She's going because she knows Trump's going next week. But I think Trump's going Trump's going down south, man. He's he going to Del Rio. He's going to meet Greg Abbott down there. So, in a sense, Donald Trump is still getting Democrats to do stuff. You know what I mean? Do you think she'd be... Look, let me answer this. You know, answer me this question. Do you think Kamala Harris would even be going to El Paso if Donald Trump weren't going to the border? If all things were, you know, the way they were a few days ago before Trump started talking about going to the border? Because I don't think she would be. I think this is I think this is purely a reaction to Trump because they know Trump's going to be down there. And you know Trump's going to have videos on him. And you know Trump's going to be talking about the actual problem with Greg Abbott, who may haven't even seen fit enough to give a phone call to. What a farce, man! And you know it's going to be her and Beto, that leprechaun. God, man! I tell you, I, I know I say this all the time, but it's true. Sorry if if you you know roll on by me on 410 or wherever the hell, and I see a Beto sticker on your car, I pretty much assume there's at least one moron in the car. All right. Oh God, that'll be a double shot of obnoxious, won't it? Oh my God. Hey, you know what? This drink isn't quite obnoxious enough. Can I get a little bit more? A little bit more Beto? You know. 
Can you envision anything as obnoxious, as twi- doubly obnoxious as Beto and Kamala? Hi, Beto. Hi, Kamala. Would you like to get up on the table with me? Uh. <laughs> Do you know where I can get some tortillas? You know. So, you know, maybe you think I'm being a racist or a misogynist or a little bit of both, or maybe you think I'm a jerk. But, you know, how, how are you feeling about Kamala, Kamala's trip to El Paso on Friday? Tomorrow, actually. You think it's going to go well? You think it's going to accomplish anything? You think, like, the cartel guys, Chris, are like, oh, no, Kamala's going to El Paso. I guess we better shut things down. Let me know what you're thinking. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Shut down all them trafficking routes. Fill up all the tunnels. If freaking vice president is going to El Paso, it's all over. Now we have to go get real jobs. Uh, and then there is the president, and we've spent a goodly amount of time talking about this. Um, uh, Joe Biden yesterday, yo Biden to his friends, talking for 20 minutes, rambling for 20 minutes about gun violence and guns, magazines, blood in the Patriots tree, you know, whatever, blood of Patriots in the tree, you know, the thing. I'm still, you know, fairly freaking disturbed. Uh, first off, and you call me and tell me what you think. We asked this question in the first hour, so I'll ask it again. Do you think he's in some sort of decline? whether physically or mentally, or perhaps a smidge of both. Because, and again, as I said the first hour, I'm not being a jerk, not being a partisan weirdo. I'm really not being a talk show host guy. I saw just his demeanor, the way he spoke, the way he, 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 that weird low tone where he's not taking a pause, like he's trying to just get through the script before he falls over. Did you see what I saw? Uh, is there anybody, is there one person listening right now who saw the president rambling yesterday and half the time he, when he was, half the time he wasn't making any sense and the other half, he, he was lying. He was outright lying. He said the Second Amendment ha- has always had restrictions. That's a crock of blank. It, it's just an absolute bunch of bull crap. It's a sack of jive. If you want to own a cannon, you can own a cannon. The only restrictions are on the government. The government cannot infringe upon your right. Read it. It's it's not a lot of language, the Second Amendment. But somehow, magically, magically, I guess there are restrictions. You know, what do you need that kind of gun for? To shoot a deer with, with wearing Kevlar? Come on, man. But the morons will swallow that stuff whole and not question. Oh, there are restrictions. You must be because Joe Biden said there were. We need a hundred rounds for shooting. Shoot a deer to get a Kevlar thingy, you know. Out and outright lies. And then he, he rambled uh, a while about background checks. And if you don't do background checks, we're going to bust you. If you take your license to sell, we're talking about gun sellers, gun dealers. Uh, if you don't do a, a background check, if you falsify information, we're going to find you. We're going to find you and give you a right good spanking, Mr. Man. But that stuff's already illegal, so I'm not sure what that meant. Some gibberish about banning modified weapons, blah, 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 blah. 
Uh, very little content, very little truth, very little reality, and the man seems like he's just losing a step every day. I guarantee you wherever he is right now, he is unconscious. He is slowing down, baby. That was really disturbing. And then the very disturbing moment when he said uh, it was about coming after the government. You want to come after the government, champ? You better have a couple of nukes and some F-15s. I found that really stinking disturbing. Because there's only one way to interpret that. That was a threat against the American people. Right? Not that he's going to you know, send a, a tomahawk into your home. I'm just saying, when, when your comment, because I, I think that was off script. I don't think that was this part of the script. Coming after the, uh, you got to come after the uh, uh, American government, you better have some nukes. And yet, restricting the government is precisely what the Second Amendment is about. As I said in the first hour, I'll say it again, then we'll take a phone call. Uh, the purpose of the Second Amendment really isn't about hunting. It's really not about sportsmanship. It's really not about collecting. Okay, It's not even about personal security to a certain extent. It's about being able to give some pushback to the government if the government starts running over your rights and your life. If the government goes extra-constitutional or unconstitutional, you and I have the right to defend ourselves against a rogue government. That's the pesky, unfortunate part about the Second Amendment that most Democrats and government folks, bureaucrats, don't like. But it's the meat. It's the heart of the Second Amendment. Here's David. David, how you doing? Hey, thanks, Sean. Uh, Sean, just real quick, uh, you know, they can keep they can keep talking they can keep threatening us and stuff like that. I think these people on the left, scumbags. I think they're on the ropes. You know they not now they're. I heard he's going to allocate some funds for the wall. Uh, you know the Second Amendment. Like they're talking about the Second Amendment and all this. I, I think I think they're going to take a huge hit. I know I know people have said that before about the Democrats, <laughs> but I really do think they're going to take one. In the, in the midterms, I, I think you're right. I think they're I, well. Because I, see, I, I don't know to what extent this is some long-term plot to, you know, turn this into a communist country, or if it's just political ego and stupidity. Uh, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think somewhere in the middle, when it comes to the, the Democrats and, and all the stuff they're trying to do, you you have uh, an actual intent to convert or revolutionize uh, our style of life here and make it more like North Korea or communist China. But I also think there's a lot of ego and pure stupidity involved in that these people who are attempting to pull this off are not great intellectuals. Joe Biden is not a great intellectual. Kamala Harris, if she has two brain cells to rub together, I'd be shocked. You know, I, so I, I, I think you're right. I think they're overstepping. I think they're overreaching. And I think it's going to really uh, uh, harm them come the midterms. At least I hope so. Right. Is that everything you said, man, you're, you're right on. Uh. And, and- she got wind that Trump's coming to the border, and it's just you yeah. said it right earlier. It's a coincidence. No, I'm no. crap. She, she wouldn't be down. she wouldn't be going to El Paso tomorrow if Trump were going to the border next week. In my opinion, exactly. Right. You're All right, right, David. Thanks for the call, brother. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. New stock 550 KTSA. Sean, 22 minutes after 10. 
We're all like, you know, just all of a sudden drooling over the Elton John tour coming back. It's like a, it's not a, it's a year from now, man. It's over a year from now, and everybody here is going nuts. <laughs> right? Because every single stinking one of us wants to go. My Chris tagged us. Was it you? You tagged or what? I, I I guess I posted it. I don't know the the ad for the uh, for the Elton John tour coming to I the Alamo Dome. Syria posted it and tagged you. My wife Syria posted it and tagged me and said, "Oh, we're going." Oh hell to the yes! She might as well have typed. I'm going to be broke for the rest of my life because of this concert. We're we're going to re- probably refinance the house, the refinance the mortgage. You know what I mean? <laughs> She will, man. Well, we all we're all big Elton John fans, you know. I mean, I, I'd love to. I've never seen him in concert, man. Yeah, damn Skippy, I'd like to see that show. But uh, my wife said she's gonna handle it. My wife handles. I'm in one of them relationships where my wife handles all the finances because I'm a financial idiot. So she'll probably figure it out, though. You know, I don't know. Hope I don't have to, like, you know, give any blood or you know, <laughs> offer myself up for medical experiments as a result, but we'll see. She may have a, Chris, if I suddenly disappear, she may have a, like, an insurance policy. I mean, she watches a lot of forensic files. I don't know, man. If I disappear and, and she gets tickets magically to go to the Elton John show. Do you have, still have both your kidneys? Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> I think they both work. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious, man. Is I, I got to find out. Is there, does my wife have a life insurance policy on me? And how much does it roughly equate to what those Elton John tickets would cost us? And is it transferable? Is it transferable? Here's Adam. Sean, how you doing? Great, man. What's going on? No, nah, you know, I agree with you, man. Camila's only going to the border now because she has to. When I, when I heard Trump was going to the border, I thought... Now she's got to go, and she's got to go before Trump, or it's right. going to be even worse. So fake. She's gotta, she wants open borders, but she's got to act like she gives a damn about our laws. And, and she's going to El Paso, and I love El Paso. i got cousins there, but so she doesn't have to talk to ranch owners or talk to the business right. owners. And, uh, you know, crazy Uncle Joe said during one of his actual debates that, we could oh, we could fit two million more people in America. That's great. Easily. <laughs> and, you know, uh China, Crazy Uncle Joe needs to stick to the teleprompter. They need to tell him, look, you're too stupid to talk without that teleprompter. You're an idiot. Just stick to the teleprompter. <laughs> you didn't see the Salma Hayek story, did you? Oh, man, she's so beautiful. I've always been in love with her. Me too, brother. Well, I, I, after my wife, of course. All right, thanks for the call. Again, uh, according to the New York Post, New York Post, Salma Hayek's breasts are real. They just keep growing. Taking your calls, 210-599-5555. Yeah, this whole thing tomorrow is going to be a farce, you know, and I, and she's going to, you know, have her little serious Kamala face on. Okay. Cause even, even when she's got her serious concerned look, doesn't she still sound like she's stoned off her ass and is about to, you know, get the giggles? Okay. Am I concerned? Don't, don't come. <laughs> you know, she's like the Joker. You know what I mean? Like like laughing actually causes her physical pain. You know what I mean? Doesn't she kind of come off like the Joker? Like she's always just trying to hold it back, you know? I'm here with Beto to talk about the border. <laughs> you know? 
Or if she carries around the little cards, you know, in the hands of people. I have the freaking Joker disorder and, you know, and laughter. Actually, I don't mean to laugh at inappropriate times. It actually causes me physical pain. I'm Kamala Harris, your vice president. I got lazy mouth, your vice president. And I do mean president. So, uh, you know, I'll be thrilling uh, TV watching tomorrow uh, while we're on the air. Uh, Kamala Harris in El Paso. Is she going to hit a bakery? Is she going to, you know, <laughs> is she going to attempt to speak the old, you know, Mexicanese? You know, is she going to screw that up too? Kamala, try it. I don't speak Mexicanese. Try, try to speak the Mexicanese. It'll endure you to the people of El Paso. I just want to say, hola, uh, 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 miaga, yeah, hola, uh, 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 frijoles. Macho gusto. <laughs> Macho gusto. <laughs> you know. It'll sound worse than me trying to order it, you know, La, 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 Jalisco, you know, when I go there. I'd like the Camarones uh, de Rancheros. But instead of the French frylos, I want the refried, the refried beanos. That'll be like Kamala Harris in El Paso, all right? Hola. <laughs> Some I express the real, you know. <laughs> Got to pass out tortillas with your face on it. T- look, I wrote some Kamala tortillas. It's got my face on it. Uh, actually, and then for dessert, I, I brought all the migrant children some, uh, some Kamala Empa, Empa, Empa. Want some flan? Flan. She'll get her stupid face put on. So we said that a few weeks ago. I brought you all flan. <laughs> come, come in, come over. Is Sami Flan. <laughs> mm, trees leeches. <laughs> trees leeches. My favorite ice cream. I love the Mexican people because my favorite ice cream is the trees leche. Hey, uh, here's Tommy. Tommy, how you doing? Hi, son. Hey. I just want to call and I wanted to know if uh, she, did she realized that uh, El Paso is in Texas, USA, or is she going to El Paso in Mexico to talk about the people? Uh, not to come over. I don't think she's going. No, I think she's going to El Paso where Beto is. I think she's. <laughs> it's better than she even knows where El Paso is. She's in Mexico. <laughs> if she okay, describes it as the valley, we know she's full of crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just wanted to know. Maybe she's calling a bunch of T-shirts that has her picture on it. You know, come on over. <laughs> Your ticket to America. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you. Thank right, you. Well, I got you. As I said in Guatemala, don't owe Como here. 210 Stay o homo. <laughs> Stay o homo. What she meant when she said she'd been to the border, she meant borders. You know what I mean? She'd been to bought a couple of magazines at the borders in L.A. once. Going to read up on the border. <laughs> God, this is going to be a farce tomorrow. What a farce this is going to be, man. And I hope she does bring some flan with her face on it and mispronounces it. I hope she mispronounces everything. Wouldn't that be funny? Have you ever seen that movie with Salva called uh, The Bandados? 
We're going to do something about the bandados who are trafficking, you know, people. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. There are you? Phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. If you want to call and talk about something that's scratching at your noggin. Uh, in all seriousness, we're we're still kind of keeping an eyeball out on the uh, uh, the devel- any developments out of uh, Surfside, Florida, uh, as far as what caused this collapse of this corner of the building. Uh, was it an explosion? What was it? You know, and I, I'm kind of watching it. And uh, uh, you know, originally we were talking this morning when when Trey and I were on about how it, it looks. It, pe- some folks had said they heard an explosion before the collapse, which would indicate well, an explosion before the collapse, which could mean any number of things: a gas pipe bursting or something nefarious. I don't know. But the more I look at it. And I've had a few hours now to kind of keep an eyeball on this uh, as we've been on the air. It, Chris, it almost looks like it just kind of fell. Uh, it doesn't really look like a blast of any kind. Now, I'm not an expert, but just, you know, using my own eyeballs and looking at this thing, it, it you know, it looks like it just fell. I, I don't know. I mean, because, you know, when you have a blast of some kind, there's ash, there's smoke, there's there's... You know, because uh, uh, an explosion is not just a release of energy. It's a release of, you know, all kinds of stuff, gases and what have you. And so you tend to have smoke and ash and stuff that looks like it's been burned. And I, I don't, the more I look at it, I don't see any of that. So it looks more like it just collapsed for some reason. I have no idea why, obviously. And, and I don't know. I, uh, all this is conjecture. I, I have, we have no further information on the cause of this thing. We know that I believe uh, upwards of 35 people have been removed. We know that there's been at least one fatality, and this was a, was a child. I hate to say that there will be probably more fatalities, uh, but, you know, it's possible. I, I don't know, but we'll keep uh, watching, and if anything uh, develops, we'll let you know. 210-599-5555. 210 Another example of dumbass wokeness. Dumbass, that's my new word for it. Dumbass wokeness. Uh, and it comes from Brandeis University in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. And uh, Brandeis has something called uh, the Prevention, Advocacy, and Resource Center. And it is a resource on the college's website uh, for people, uh, students, uh, impacted by violence, sexual assault, or stalking. And so, they, they, which is serious business, I'm not laughing about that, but they, they put together a, a oppressive language list of things you, you shouldn't say because it'll upset people who have suffered violence, sexual assault, or stalking. 
you uh, here's an example. I'll give you some examples. Okay, you, you never should say you're killing it, man. You know, like like you know what I mean. Like the boss uh, Lance comes into the studio every day after I get off the air, and he says, "You're killing it, Sean." Yeah, I hear that all because I'm so wonderful on the air. I hear that every day. You're not supposed to say that, Chris. Killing it, never say that because it can, it equates to murder, you know, and 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 people will be you know uh, feel oppressed. They give you you know suggestions of what to say instead. Great job or awesome instead of killing it. I would add I would add uh, sauce to the awesome, so it's awesome sauce. Uh, let's see. As a rule of thumb, you shouldn't say rule of thumb. Rule of thumb is oppressive and tr- could trigger somebody because it comes from an old British law, allowing men's to beat their wives with sticks no wider than their thumb. Say general rule instead. You know, and this is what's so stupid about this. Okay. Nobody, you think anybody really know people when people say rule of thumb? Do you think they really harken back in their minds to old British law about you know sticks that you beat your wife with? Do you think anybody actually? You wouldn't even know that if this freaking resource center didn't bring it up. You know, uh, I'm going to assume, which is something we should never do in here, but I'm going to I'm going to assume that most people don't even know what that means. Don't have no idea. No. It's just something people say. And I don't think I've ever said it in my life, to be honest. I probably haven't either. Yeah. I've said you, there are other things you could do with your thumb, but I, I've never said <laughs> rule of thumb. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that right there. Right. You, you mean hitchhiking? Come on. Of course. I mean hitchhiking. Of course. Texas A&M, gig them. You know, you can say That's right. Like that. yeah, it's just, I'm not talking about anything dirty. Um, you should never say trigger warning because that will trigger people. <laughs> Trigger, you see, they're telling us not to use words that'll trigger people, and one of the words they bring up is trigger. <laughs> How did they come up with this list? They, I have no idea. Drugs? Know, I, I don't know. I, draw, I just got the impression it was Beer bombs, huh? five or six severely depressed young individuals and a college professor who eggs them on. A, a college professor, right, who... get together and they just toss out things that could potentially be... Triggering. triggering, and they're drinking lattes, right. yeah. probably smoking reefer. Yeah. I don't think people should say rule of thumb because that's how that was the width of the stick that men, you, British guys, used to beat their wives with. I know because I just googled it. Uh, let's see. Long time no see and no can do are out because they quote originate from stereotypes making fun of non-native English speakers. Well, there goes Daryl Hall and John Oates' career. I can't go for that. No, no can do. You racist pig. It's a great song. Who known that Hall and Oates hate engines? <laughs> um, <laughs> Two guys from Philadelphia. Who knew? Who knew they hate indigenous people? I can't go for that. No, no can do, Lone Ranger. Um, let's see. You guys is oppressive, but y'all is not. So you could say y'all, but if you say you guys... Or if you're back east, use guys. You're being offensive because what if they're not guys? Can't right. say y'all guys. Well, what, but, but you can't say guys can't because say they guys. might. Maybe they're guys. Maybe they're not guys. Maybe they're guys that identify as chicks. I don't know. But you can say you all, y'all. You can say all y'all. <laughs> but all y'all, not don't be saying no. You guys, y'all understand? Not all y'all guys. All y'all guys. Who really? Who comes up with this crap? They sit around. And think of this crap. It's a resource center. If you've actually suffered violence, 
or sexual assault. You're not going to give a crap about any of this stuff. You're going to give a crap about your own stinking memories of the events, of whatever crime happened to you. You know what I mean? It's not going to make a, I, it's, I'm just saying, it doesn't seem to me like, you can't say picnic either. Picnic is often associated with lynchings of black people in the United States during which white spectators were said to have watched while eating, referring to them as picnics or other terms involving racial slurs against black people. Nobody freaking thinks about that when they're having a freaking picnic. Do you think Yogi Bear stopped what he was doing? <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. A picnic basket. I s- <laughs> Yogi, that's so racist. <laughs> What do you mean, boo boo? Don't you want to have a picnic? A bigoted picnic. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're on the topic, you know what I always thought was coolest about Yogi Bear? Is that when he walked, you heard bongos. That's racist, too, because that means he must have had like a Jamaican guy or a Mexican guy following him around. Life is so stupid right now. It really is. You know what I mean? Thinks of this silly crap, you know. Can't say picnic. All right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Picnic, picnic, picnic. Trigger, trigger, trigger. Rolls of thumb, rolls of thumb. Uh it's Sean Ryan. I'll tell you, I need a break. It's Sean Ryan News Talk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one oh seven one. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Final few moments of the show. Uh, so whatever you want to talk about, give us a call. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's all on you. Whatever's on your brain. You want to talk about that gibbering weirdo President Biden and that man, that whatever the hell that was yesterday. That was a long damn 20 minutes, wasn't it? Wasn't that a long damn 20 minutes listening to old Joe Biden talking about gun violence? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the blood of the patriots on the tree thingy. Uh, or, if you know, if you have any thoughts on what you think might have happened uh, in uh, Surfside, Florida. Again, we don't have any confirmation on anything thus far. Uh, it was another, uh, actual story from, uh, the New York Post that, uh, Salma Hayek's breasts are real. Just got a thumbs up on that one from Don Morgan. Don't, don't say thumbs up. That's rule of thumb is don't say the word thumb at all. Um, yeah, it's an actual story, Don. She says they're real, that they're, that people think they're fake, but they're real because they just keep getting larger. So it's but not she, a fake story either. Not a fake story. No. no, it's a real story. My wife pointed this out to me last night. My wife. She found the story. But she's, well, she's always, you know, you. she's always scanning the news. My wife is constantly scanning the news. And so when she sees something interesting, she mentions, and she meant, Selma Hayek says her breasts are real. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. Well, and I, and then she got mad at me. But I, I'm just, she said, she says she goes through this because she's 54, something like that. She's she's around our age, yeah, but she says they keep getting bigger th- as she goes through the normal stages of life, like pregnancy. I guess menopause has uh, crept up on her, and sh- you know, so you know, there's, there they she's are. She's done nothing to augment her stature. <laughs> no, she's done nothing to augment her stature. <laughs> throw herself off balance, right? 
Yeah, that makes me happy. I like that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> that's real, a news story. That's a real news story. Real, not real. She is a beautiful woman. She is a gorgeous woman. She's not quite as pretty as my wife, but she's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. She is. You know, she poured that shot of tequila, you know, in that vampire movie. Oh, right. man. Yeah. Man of War. All right, let's go to um. <laughs> I'll just it's, we're getting close to the weekend, man. It's like, curly, it's like curly Howard all of a sudden. <laughs> that was the worst curly Joe curly imitation ever. Um, Joe online. Joe, how you doing? Good, brother. Selma Hayek's breasts are real. <laughs> on the on the Selma comment. Rock on. Hey man, real quick, and I'll and I'll listen. But uh, okay. you know, there's there's a bunch of kids out there housed in uh, on a on a fort in El Paso. Maybe uh, the vice president will swing by there. I'll uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that and uh, <laughs> shut up and listen. <laughs> no, I, I, she's actually going to a border store in El Paso. It's at a strip mall. She's gonna get some books on immigration. You know the yellow skinny books. <laughs> Get a map. So get some audio books on immigration policy at, at Borders dummies. Books. For, yeah, immigration, illegal immigration for dummies. Okay, I'm reading up on it. And I got a latte. To all my immigrant friends, okay, donde hispano. Hola, Miyagas. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear screw some Spanish up, you know, just once. I am currently learning Mexicanese. Uh, let's go. We got time for Gennaro. Gennaro! Hey, how you hey, doing, What's going on, man? Um, About that, uh, that building falling down, dude. Right. It could have been an implosion. Something located maybe in a basement or something above certain beams, I mean, right. under certain beams. Right. And it might have been an implosion. You can't see it from the outside, but if it blows up inside, knocks down man. certain beams, man. Well, we'll find That's out. Janeiro, i got to go, man. It was good talking to you. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. New Stock 550 KTSA. Bye. <laughs>